Oh no, it's us again. Hello oh. and welcome. It's Justin, your boy. <laughs> keep going. I'm not. <laughs> His voice is not that deep. No, not even close at all. <laughs> Greg Miller even said that you haven't hit puberty yet. Yeah, yeah. I have like a, I have a voice Wait, of like a prepubescent child. When I beat him in Mario Kart. Oh, he said sucks. that. Okay, that's right. I'm calling you that. out over a podcast you'll never listen to, Greg Miller, because it's about football. I didn't know this part was still in the podcast. <laughs> no, it, I'm probably gonna edit it out. Oh, good. Yeah. Okay. Nah, yeah. that part's great. That's fantastic. Keep that in. Yeah. Me calling out Greg Miller because he sucks Because the, the yeah. five sports fans that listen to this, who the fuck is Greg Miller? Yeah. That's my Greg boy, Miller's got a... His brother's Matt Miller, and he's my idol. Is that really his brother? No. No. I was going to say. Like, <laughs> Not even on. close. There's he like does a have a Mizzou... Uh, he has a Mizzou Tiger sticker on the back of his laptop. Yeah. I'm assuming just because he went there. Not yeah, no, he he's a cares. he's like a gigantic Mizzou fan and everything. Oh, well, that's They're good, in I Missouri guess. right now at Mizzou filming videos for Kind of Funny. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, it's really neat. Anyway, that's not about football. Hello, everybody. Welcome to yet another preseason episode of Football After Dark. This is going to be the pre-draft episode. We talk about what's drafting with the draft. What's drafting with the draft? Yeah, today we are introducing a new special guest on this Whoa. podcast. It's Matt Dustman. He That's did me. the first podcast with us, but we never posted it. Nope. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, that was our test episode. That might yeah. be one of those things like, this is episode zero. That's what we that already did we, episode that we zero. Go and release. After dark deep cuts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're like, we're like, we'll do yeah, it in three years. It. Yeah. When this is still just gone nowhere, but we're I still recording I love that name, it. After Dark Deep Cuts. That's really good. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So, okay, this is... It's Nate Kuyper. Yeah, this is... I'm Nate Kuyper. This is my thing that I talk now. Um, My thing (laughs) that I talk now. Can you tell I'm a professional sports broadcaster? Oh, wow. It's great. So, this is pretty much going to be Corey's show that he kind of runs. He kind of has a a rundown of what we're going to be doing. The first thing we're going to be talking about mainly is just the reaction to Brandon Cooks. I know that's kind of old news, but since we've done an episode, the Brandon Cooks trade to the Rams has happened, so I guess we can all just kind of talk about how, what that means also, for the league. Also, Sue signed with them since oh, yeah, then, yeah, too. Right, Sue did sign with them as well. And then, pretty much, Corey has a bunch of questions on his phone. Uh, I don't know what they are, Matt or Justin. We have no idea what he's what he's written into his phone. And he's pretty much just going to ask us random questions. And it's just going to be like as quick as we – the very first thing that we can think of, like quick takes off the top of our head. And then what we're going to do, which is a really cool idea, obviously the draft is in about two weeks. It's taking place in Dallas, which means the Dallas Cowboys are going to win the Super Bowl because last year it was hosted in Philly and Philly won. So, spoilers, Dallas Cowboys win the Super Bowl. You don't have to watch the, the 2018 NFL season. Bears, Not in your shit. fucking life. Bears, Not in your but, fucking life. Um, Bears no. didn't win two years ago. That's Well, the Bears stink. So Yeah, they do. But <laughs> they don't anymore. But no. anyway, what we're going to do is uh, off camera. Ha, get it? There's no camera. Uh, off mic, we rolled uh, dice and Matt won. So, yeah, essentially, Matt is going to... We're going to do a round-robin NFL draft for the first round where Matt is going to uh, make the first overall selection for the Browns. I am going to do the next selection for the Giants. Corey does the Jets. Justin will do the next Browns pick, and then we will just progress through the first round as normal. So, we all get eight teams. And we're just going to have a cool little like round-robin draft. We cannot do trades. We like we determined that we're not doing trades because that would just be too ridiculous to keep track of and convoluted. So, but that's basically uh, the gist for this little episode that we're doing. Yeah. So mostly mostly Corey's stuff. But the first thing we'll do is talk about 
all of the stuff that happened with the Los Angeles Rams acquiring Brandon Cooks for trading with trading with the Patriots for Brandon Cooks for their first round pick, giving the Patriots two first round picks, and they also signed free agent Nadamikin Sue to a one year like seventeen million dollar contract. Yeah, who who wants to uh, say something first? Sure, I'll start. Uh, they they they're starting to look like an all star team. I can't wait for them to crash and burn. Okay, you have to elaborate. You can't just say that they're gonna. No, I just like it. it it's kind of silly when like stuff like this happens. Especially in the NFL, just a lot kinda, of the times. Mm-hmm. Remember, like the last time, last time, like the Eagles were supposed to be this all-star team, and they had a shitty season. I mean, they've bounced back obviously since, mm-hmm. but every time, like a team's like gotten all these big all-stars. Even the fucking Patriots when they went sixteen and zero when they traded for Randy Moss and all those all-stars and shit. And what they do, they still lost the Super Bowl. I mean, they lost it in some kooky fashion. But yeah, but you, you are right. When it shows up like this, it's not. It's not going to be exactly what it seems to us because the NFL varies so much from season to season mm-hmm. where we think they're going to be, like, the best team ever right now, but the chances are they're not going to be. But you? Uh, I like I like most of the stuff the Rams have done this offseason. Um, this Brandon Cooks trade is probably my least favorite thing they've done because you traded away the 23rd pick, I think, mm-hmm. for a, basically a one-year rental as you're able to resign them. And you could have got a wide receiver at that slot for a lot cheaper, for a lot longer. Right. But the Sue Sue signing I liked, um, having him paired up with Aaron Donald is, is going to be fantastic. I don't think anybody can deny that aspect of their offseason off so far. No, no, the, 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 the Sue pickup's really good. Just I don't know how they're going to pay all these people next year either. They won't. My my take is this, and I'll I guess I'll elaborate on the point that I think a lot of you made is I'm pretty excited about the Rams. I think that they have the, but if I'm looking at the NFC, I personally, and we're not going to even remotely get into this until months from now, when we start talking about like projections and where we predict all these teams to finish and stuff. But I personally don't even think the Eagles are going to win the NFC East next year. Like, I don't even think they're going to repeat as champions. No, I mean, I think that they got extremely, they kind of had the season that the the Panthers did a couple years ago when they went to the Super Bowl where literally everything they did just worked, and they were just really healthy. I know outside of Carson Wentz, but they were all Jason really healthy Peters. and Jason Peters, but Jason Peters is really old too. And I plus know. they just moved over Lane Johnson. I mean, everything for them so, worked. Even in games they lost, like the game against the Chiefs, they had a tipped pass go all the way for a touchdown. So right. even when things were against yeah. them, they worked for them. So, But not talking about the Eagles. The two teams in the NFC right now that I think are the perennial favorites – are the Vikings and the Rams because of the offseason stuff that they've done. But I look at those two teams, and I think both could be equally good. But I look at the Rams, and I'm thinking, there's a lot of, and both of you, a lot of you said this, bust potential, but here's the reason why. There's always, like, a reason behind it. It's not just because the NFL is goofy and things don't go right. There's always a reason. I think one of the most dangerous things, and this goes for anything, not just sports. I think one of the most dangerous things that can happen to someone that's new at a job is immediate success. Because if you're successful instantaneously and no one expects you to be, then all of a sudden people are coming around telling you you're a genius, telling you you're one of the best in the league, patting you on the back, saying you're great. Sean McVay came into the league. Everybody knew he was a talented offensive coordinator and that he was a young aspiring head coach. He literally took a team that has accomplished absolutely nothing for almost two decades 
and took them from a team that had two years ago had more punting yards than offensive yards to the best offense in the league. And he took them to the playoffs, right? They won their division and all this stuff. And everybody started talking about Sean McVay as he was this genius. And then next thing you know, he brings in three of the most volatile personalities in the NFL. We're just talking, we're not talking about the players. We're just talking about personality of the player. You know about Marcus Peters, you're a Chiefs fan. You know how outlandish he can be. Yeah, that's true. We all know about Aqib Tlaib. Everybody knows about Ndamuk and Sue. Yeah. So I kind of feel like Sean McVay kind of has this feeling that it kind of got to his head because he kind of thinks that, oh, I can rally all of these intense, out-there personalities and focus them and get them to work on... Think about this. If you just took the talent of this football team, they're insane. If you just looked at their talent. But the problem is, is that they have to orchestrate and work as a team... And I think that's where the bust potential comes from because you have very, very strong personalities and you have an extremely young head coach that believes he can sort of corral all of these guys and say, hey, you know, I mean, Dominican Sue hasn't won anything in his career. He's a really good player, but he hasn't won anything. You know, Brandon Cooks, he was on the Patriots last year and they went to a Super Bowl, but he didn't play much in the Super Bowl because he got knocked out of it. Marcus Peters has been on the Chiefs, and they lose in the first round of the playoffs every year. I'm sorry. Not every year, just when they play at home. That's true. Okay, I'm so, that's right. When they play at home. But now, and, and they all have, and Aqib Tlaib, of course, and they all have these, like, really, really, not outlandish personalities, volatile personalities. Like, Ndamukong Sue and all the stuff he's done, and Marcus Peters throwing flags and getting ejected from games, and Aqib Tlaib getting in fist fights with people. So... There's a lot of... I don't think it's going to blow up immensely. But I think that there's a very strong chance that the Rams, like, floor to ceiling is not nearly as wide of a gap as, like, the Vikings. Yeah. Like, the maybe. Vikings The Vikings made very, like, smart moves with players that are not going to blow up in their face. Like, what's going to go wrong with Sheldon Richardson? Nothing, really. He may get hurt. But even if he does get hurt, they didn't have him last year, and they had a really good defense. You know, Kirk Cousins, yeah, he's, I think Kirk Cousins is really good. But, you know, it's not, now you don't have the capable backups like Case Keenum and Teddy Bridgewater and Sam Bradford. They're all gone. So it's just an interesting, it definitely, like, shook things up. And if the Rams, if Sean McVay can corral these personalities... I don't know what you do. Like, what What do you do against the Rams? Yeah, but again, that's that's part of, like, being on paper and everything. Uh, You call them a dream team, it's going to make other people play them harder. Exactly. People are going to play them harder. They're going to be, oh, if we beat these guys, we got them. I just feel it. And, again, did you mention the 49ers? How are they going to get past Garoppolo, who hasn't lost a game yet? I didn't even mention that. I didn't mention the fact that they still have to go up against two. Russell Wilson's easily a top. 10 possibly according to some people top five quarterback in the league and jimmy garoppolo looks like one we don't know if he is yet but he looks like one so the the, uh seahawks are a bit on a downswing but russell wilson's one of those quarterbacks and can win you a game Uh, and russell wilson won the the seahawks the game against the the philadelphia eagles almost he single-handedly won mm -hmm. them that game if you look at that team last season it's pretty much almost all achieved by russell wilson single-handedly which is pretty incredible but yeah, he's the kind of quarterback that no matter what the circumstances, almost like Aaron Rodgers, where 
No matter what the circumstances, he can win you a game. Jimmy did the same thing when you think about it. Yeah, That team had one win, and then literally all they did was put him in, and he took that that same exact that team. same exact team and won them five straight games. So yeah. you're kind of looking at a team in the Rams that added all of these things that they were already a really good team, but now you have the Seahawks and the 49ers who are, in an essence, crappy teams, but have quarterbacks that can just win them games. Because they're that good. So mm-hmm. I think the the Rams moves are obviously you're not gonna add Brandon Cooks and Dominic and Sue and say the team got worse. And Aqib Talib, obviously, and Marcus Peters, but you just look at it and you think to yourself, This could be good, but it could also be really bad. Right. Really bad. Now granted it's good that the Dominic and Sue's only there for a year. Brandon Cooks is only like there for a year. So if things don't work out, they could just cut ties with them and move on. But they also have no draft picks now. Yeah, no, so. they, they've traded. They have, what, no second round this year, no first round next year. No second round next year. No second round next year. And I think their first pick's in the third round. Their first pick this year is in their the first, third round. Their very they're first. 89. They pick, pick 89, I think it was. Yeah. Uh, but, like, they just, they, they have staked everything on this. And, like I said, the last time a team was called the Dream Team, 20, 2011 Eagles, went 8-8. Eight and eight. They were really bad. Yeah, before the season, they were they got all they made all these moves, got all these Pro Bowlers, did all this shit, and you're like eight and eight. Mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes getting that dream team moniker is like getting the Madden curse, and, and you can't beat the Madden curse. I think the floor is dream team Lakers, and the ceiling is uh, dream team Golden State Warriors. Oh, you're talking about dream team Lakers, as in like Dwight Howard. Mm-hmm. Was when like Dwight Howard was there, and they were awful. Yeah, but They're, everyone thought it was going to be really good. The Rams floor. We're talking about the Rams floor is realistically ten wins. I would. I, s- I say their floor is eight wins. I'd, I yeah, think- I'd say their floor is if everything. Go- I mean, we're talking floors, and like everything goes bad. Right. Yeah. They're still talented enough to win eight games. That just based on talent, just based on Goff and Cup and Gurley alone. Just those Donald. three. And Donald. Those three alone could win you eight games. The combination of the three of them could win you eight games. That's like if everything else just bottoms out and everything's bad. Like, Aqib Tlaib's getting in fist fights with Pierre Garcon and Marcus Peters is punching referees in the face. And the Dominican Sioux is ripping people's arms off and eating them. Like, that type of stuff, you know. So um, Interesting tidbit about this real fast is uh, the Rams and the Ravens have joint practices this year so do they really yeah so you'll have michael crabtree and akib talib on the same field with each other for a week oh boy oh no that's not good at all no they're gonna be a fight yeah they go probably be a couple fights i would i I know this isn't what teams want but i wouldn't be surprised if they gave those players a week off yeah i maybe that might happen it's been Akeeb that's been instigating it. Akeeb instigated yeah, maybe, it both maybe times. the Rams just give him a week off. I thought the last time, the first play, Crabtree just threw a punch at Akeeb. No. Akeeb was grabbing at his chain the whole time. Well, the first time, yeah. The first time, he they were kind of just getting into it after like each individual play. They were lined up on each other. And then eventually just escalated into a fist fight. Well, then the next time they played each other, Crabtree actually taped his chain to his chest inside of his jersey 
And Crabtree might have thrown the first punch, but at the end of the day, Akeep still managed to get his chain <laughs> off of him somehow, <laughs> which was really was funny. So good, I love it. And then they, and then Crabtree's running around without his helmet on, and it was just it was just insane. Now he's on the yeah, but whatever. So anyway, that was the stuff with the ramp. So now we're just gonna Corey's just gonna start spewing, asking. You just start us. spewing some hot fucking straight out the brick oven takes at us. Well, no, we're gonna have the takes. Yeah, well, oh, he, okay. he's. We're supplying the takes. Oh, Corey, that's how this is supposed Corey's to go. Okay. Ask, Cor- supplying the question. Right. Oh, the Corey's we pitching. The we're, we're hitting. Oh, so I'm firing up the oven. All right. That is correct. All right, Matt. Who's going to have a better season? John Gruden or Jay Gruden? <laughs> <laughs> Jay Gruden. I am a fan. <laughs> that is Jay excellent. Gruden is having the better season. He's got Alex Smith. I mean, yeah, Jay Gruden's going to have a better season. <gasps> I, I, Alex Smith can get you to the playoffs. John Gruden can't. Wow. John Gruden won a Super Bowl with Tony Dungy's team and it yes. didn't do shit. I ain't got This is Jack Del Rio's team. It's that went, worse. That went eleven and five. Not last year. Not last year, <laughs> no. Alright, Justin, who's gonna have more yards? Odell Beckham or Antonio Brown? Antonio Brown. I don't even think that's a question. Really? Comeback season for Odell and contract here. Nope. I don't think he comes back that hard. I think I think Odell's comeback is gonna be two or three years long. Ooh. Damn. Damn. He's going to have a good season, but he's not going to have an Antonio Brown season. No one has Antonio Brown seasons what? except for Antonio really? Brown. Huh, who would have thought? Who's going to have the better record, Kuiper? The Saints or the Falcons? The Saints. I think the Saints could probably repeat the exact same thing they did last year and just be like a really solid team. Yeah. I think the Falcons are not downtrending, but they're like, I have this... I kind of have this saying where, like, if you don't, if you stay put in the NFL, you actually are falling behind because there are teams that are advancing and getting better. And if you don't get better, those teams now jump you. So technically, you are falling. I think mm-hmm. the Falcons are kind of that team where they're not improving enough to keep ahead of everybody. It's not like they're falling down the stairs; they're just walking backwards. Exactly. Ooh, I like that. All right, Matt, who's going to have a better touchdown interception ratio, Tyrod Taylor or Big Ben? <laughs> Oh, I, I mean, that's good. that's interesting though. Because Tyrod's Tyrod's careful Tyrod's with the not going to start the whole season. Ah, uh, see, that's that kind of the does Browns fans are going to get it. cold feet, and whoever they draft in the first round is going to take over after like game six, and then that guy is going to still do worse than Ben. Mm. All right, Kuiper, who's going to have more sacks, Mac, Khalil, Ma- Khalil Mac, Khalil Mac, or Von Miller? Uh, I am going to, oh man, um, Khalil Mack or, well, they're both in the same division. I, I'm going to say Vaughn Miller for the only, only because I feel like whoever the, because I'm looking at it in a sense of like, just in those division games. Okay. Well, Phillip Rivers is a statue and we don't really know how mobile Pat Mahomes is just yet. Derek Carr isn't really that mobile, at least according to me, I think. And if you if the Broncos take a rookie quarterback, all of these rookies are pretty mobile, and I feel like they can kind of get away from sacks, I think. I'm, I'm just basing it off of that because I don't have a schedule in front of me. But I will say uh, Vaughn Miller. Okay. He has a better defense around him, too. Max kind of a one-man wrecking crew, and he gets double-teamed a lot. Okay. Uh, Justin, same question. Who's going to have more sacks? Nagamakin Sue or Aaron Donald? 
Ooh. And they're on the same team. They're on the same team. I'm going to say Sue. I think he's a better talent overall, and that's the only reason why. By how much? Not like, by much at like all. Like by like a half a sack? Yeah. Maybe by like half a sack or one sack. Okay. A half a sack that Aaron Donald's also going to oh, get. But then that right, would tie yeah. them. <laughs> right. But yeah, but they, yeah, it's, if they both get, if, if Sue's a sack ahead of him. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then, and it gets then, the half, then, it's, then it's half a sack. Right. There you yep. Uh, I'll throw this one out there for anybody who wants to answer it. I think it's going to be between Matt and Kuiper. Who's going to have more touchdowns, Jimmy Garoppolo or Tom Brady? Okay, are we talking total touchdowns? Because I'm pretty sure Jimmy Garoppolo returns punts. <laughs> yeah, he does everything, man. He does everything. <laughs> what do you – okay. So just touchdown passes in general. Yep. Oh, Tom man. Tom Brady. I, I'll cut know, in front of you guys. I just fucking Tom Brady plays worse teams. He he does. That's true, and I mean he just does it every year. But he almost lead, he, I don't he almost led. Did he lead the league last year? I can't. Even he remember. did. Yes, he yes. did. And he, and he he wouldn't have led the league. Deshaun Watson probably would oh, have led the league. Or I think Carson. Deshaun Watson will lead the league again this year. Oh come on! Yep, you're basing it off a of three uh, sidetrack. Yeah. Anyway, um, not three <laughs> games. It was many more games uh, than just three. <laughs> I'm, Are you going to say Brady? No, I'm saying Garoppolo. You're going to say Garoppolo? I'm saying Garoppolo. We're going in on the Grop. I was going to say Garoppolo, too, because I think they're a worse team and they're going to be throwing the ball more. I, I'm i going to stick with Brady because I think, I think the 49ers are going to attempt to kind of be a little more, a little more balanced. It is Kyle Shanahan, and he kind of likes the whole running back dynamic, Jarek McKinnon, and... I don't know whatever running back they're going to use Joe Williams or if they draft a guy or whatever it is, but I feel like he kind of likes to be more balanced sometimes. Whereas Brady just Brady doesn't have anybody to throw to anymore. And I feel like he's just going to throw to some janitor. It might literally be by like two touchdowns, but I think Brady's going to Brady will throw for more touchdowns. Than All right. Fair All right. Jimmy, well, Jimmy might win more games. Ooh. Hot take. Oh, there's a hot take for but you. But Tom Brady shit. will throw more touchdowns. All right, Kuiper, back to you. Who's going to have more yards, Allen Robinson or Jarvis Landry? Allen Robinson. Um, Jarvis is – don't let his contract that he just got fooled. Jarvis Landry is a slot receiver. Okay, Ooh. Jarvis Landry is a slot receiver. Ooh. Okay, he is. Last year on Miami with a banged-up uh, Devontae – Devontae – not Devontae Adams. I almost said Devontae Adams. Um – Devontae, what the heck is his name? Parker. Uh, Parker. With Devontae Parker and Kenny Stills, he still lined up in the slot and caught pretty much just drag routes and slants. Um, also, he's the number two on that team if Josh Gordon is playing, whereas Allen Robinson is the number one in Chicago. And I feel like Chicago has, as a whole, if we're just talking like the entire offense – I like Chicago's offensive pieces more than Cleveland's. We're not talking about quarterbacks. And so I'm going to go with Allen Robinson. Okay. All right, Justin, who's going to have more catches, Larry Fitzgerald or Doug Baldwin? Oh, man. Ooh, that is a tough one. Is it? They're both on bad teams. Is it teams. the entire season or week eight on? Because if it's week eight on, it's Doug Baldwin. <laughs> <laughs> whole year. We got to do the whole year. The whole year, it's probably Fitzy. Okay. Um. Matt, more all-purpose yards, Todd Gurley or David Johnson? Todd Ooh. Gurley. David Johnson needs to prove that he's back, you know. And So you're saying he doesn't? 
in yeah. that sense. Okay. Yeah, no, I don't think so. And the, who is their other running back that they had carrying at the end? I know it was before they had Peterson, but who else did they have? Um, I don't know actually. Was it Kerwin? I think it was it, Kerwin. Okay, yeah. I just know that they're gonna they're gonna be even even if uh, David Johnson proves that he's you know kind of back back. I don't think they workhorse him as much as the Rams do with Gurley. David yeah. Johnson is in very, very huge danger of having the same type of year that Gurley had two years ago. Yep. Mm-hmm. Two years ago, where he touches the ball 30 times a game, but the minute he touches, he is immediately tackled by four people. That's also true. Like, because they just don't have anybody else. They just don't. No one on the outside of Fitzy, who's. I'm, we're sorry. I love Fitzgerald, but he's old. Yeah. No one on that offense of the of the Arizona Cardinals scares you. So you just sell out to stop David Johnson and so I agree with Matt, even though it wasn't asked to me, but I agree. Okay. Uh Justin, who's gonna have a better QBR total at the end of the season? Kirk Cousins or Matt Stafford? Mm. At the end of the year? Mm-hmm. Total. Mm. See, regular season. Probably Kirk Cousins. If everything goes well in Minnesota, Cousins will will have have a fantastic. What are what are the Detroit Lions right now? Matt Stafford. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, yeah, he has, a, he has a chance to have a better QBR than Kirk Cousins, but I don't know. I kind of doubt it. Uh, we'll go back to you on this one. Who's going to have more rushing touchdowns, Cam Newton or Aaron Rodgers? Ooh, Cam Newton. Aaron Rodgers don't want to run no more. He's gonna he's gonna run less. Hmm. Than normal, I think. As long as as long as their entire O line doesn't go down, but you that's don't a think very, he's very eager after not playing most of last year and want to. I think he's eager, think... but he also doesn't want to fuck himself up again. I don't think so... Aaron Rodgers has been eager in his life. I just think no, he's, he's just. I think he's just been. Meh, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. This is kind of how Aaron he's is. Been eager. Yeah, that's true. And yeah. I think he wants to tear the Vikings apart next year. So he does. He will once. The yeah. other game might be poopy. Yeah, but I was gonna ask this one to Matt, but I feel like. He, we already know his answer. So Kuiper, <laughs> who's gonna have more rushing touchdowns, Melvin Gordon or Kareem Hunt? Okay. <laughs> um. Well, here, here's the thing. I mean, if we were talking just rushing touchdowns, yeah. Well, did it could did, be Gordon, did he ask you? Yeah, I'm just saying it could be Gordon. <laughs> All right. Here's the thing. The reason it's going to be Gordon is because between week seven and week twelve. Andy Reid will forget Kareem Hunt exists, and he'll put Charkandrick West and Spencer Ware back in, and he'll just, you know, forget Kareem Hunt exists. Melvin Gordon will also have, like, one random game where he gets, like, six rushing touchdowns, because that happens to Melvin Gordon every single year. But then, like, he'll have, like, three straight weeks where he doesn't score one, but it won't matter because he scored six in one game. <laughs> so, it'll be against the Chiefs. But, <laughs> Don't you fucking put that evil on me. <laughs> um, but no, I will. Kareem Hunt's going to have a lot, but I think Melvin Gordon will have more. Kareem Hunt might have more total touchdowns, though. Like, receiving and rushing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, Matt. Who's going to have all more all-purpose yards, Zeke or Derrick Henry? Derrick Henry. Whoa. Ooh. Holy shit. Ooh. Get get the oven out. The it's oven, the hot oven, t- the hot Why? Why? The oven's Why? been here Why? and the oven's on Why? fire. Because Derrick Henry doesn't have to compete with uh uh oh my god, DeMarco Murray anymore. You know, he's the back 
and they're going to give it to him a lot. Because who do they have to throw to? Who do they have to throw to? Uh, the Corey Davis. Yeah, but who do they have to throw to? Um, Whomst? Whomstative yeah. do they have to throw old, to? Good, old, old Delaney Walkman. Walker and guy. Last year, I can't remember the exact stat, but last year, uh, when when he had more than, I think it was 65 or 70 rush yards in a game or something like that, it, it might have been higher. They were like 6-0. and oh. mm-hmm. So, like, he's going to get the ball more, more carries. And What about Deion Lewis? What about him? He's on the Titans now. You know, okay, that's fine. I was just saying. <laughs> Zeke, the Cowboys are going to be such a walking mess again. You think so? Yeah. Ooh. I think Pre- Dak Prescott showed his true colors near the end of last year when he started sucking. Mm. And we talked about this before, that big Sunday night. You want to be the guy, let's do it. And what's he do with three incompletions and an interception? He, that, was, that was their game two years ago when the oh, Cowboys. Was it two years ago. When, okay. they were the re- when they were really good mm. and they were against the Giants and – in in my weird like moments WWE like drama filled type of head, <laughs> uh, when Chris Collinsworth called out Dak Prescott for that moment when like hey you're down you're down four drive your team down the field and win the game against a good defense and he threw straight, three straight incomplete passes so and he he didn't show he didn't have any really good flashes of brilliance last year whether they had Zeke or not I don't care. I feel they're going to have Zeke back. Oh, we got over this. And no, no. They're not even going to – they might get third place in the division. Wow. Yeah. That's – I think they're going to win the division. No, not even close. Okay. That's fine. We can just – we can – you can be wrong. Okay. Woo! <laughs> All right. Uh, who's going to have a better QBR, Justin? Whoever Bill's rookie quarterback is, or whoever Jets' rookie quarterback is, oh, I man. love this question. <laughs> so good, <laughs> I love this question without stating names. Okay, I think it is whoever Jets' quarterback is. Reason being, I don't trust the Bills for anything anymore. I think when whoever they pick, it doesn't matter. They're destined to fucking blow chunks. Poor Shane. Damn. Poor Shane. So, no, Damn. I don't trust their. I I had I lost every little ounce of faith I have in that entire organization. The one game they benched Tyrod Taylor, and they threw five and and what's his what's Peterman. his Peterman yeah. threw five yeah. interceptions you against the Chargers. Team. You no, are a team in fucking playoff contention. The, and you the, sit the, your the Bills starter. game? Yeah, it was against the Chargers. It was against the Chargers. Was it? I Peterman yeah. threw five picks. Yeah, I was at breaking the fourth wall a little bit. We were actually the place we record this right now. Our friend Shane, who is a Bills fan, watched that game here, and I was sitting right next to him, and yeah. it was very sad. And I, will, I don't trust whoever they grab; it doesn't matter because they're probably going to fucking chase him out of Buffalo. I like the Jets receiving core. Receiving yeah, core. Yeah, me too. Too, too. I also like yeah, I also yeah, like their O line better than Bills. I was thinking of another year they play. I That's that fine. Game. I'm sorry. So I think the better pieces around for whoever they grab will probably have a better time. Okay. That's fine. All right. Kuiper, who's going to mm. have a better completion percentage overall, Andrew Luck or Carson Wentz? Dang. Better completion percentage? I am... Oh, boy. I'm going to say Andrew Luck just because I think Carson Wentz is a little bit more of a gunslinger than Andrew Luck is. I feel like Andrew Luck's going to be... He's going to come back, he's and he's going to be healthy, but I think they're going to make sure that he doesn't put himself in any really dangerous situations, which means, like, 
high completion percentage, like don't take a lot of deep drops, don't take a lot of hits type of thing, which will drive up his completion percentage close to probably like the mid-60s. Even if Carson throws for like 62, I think just that offensive mindset alone to keep Andrew healthy will push his percentage. It kind of be one of the things like Sam Bradford two years ago when he had like a 72, but the reason they did that was just because they couldn't protect him, so he just threw like slants and drags all game it'll be something like that yeah but when is andrew luck going to be healthy i think he was healthy last year and they just sat him to tank and to get a bunch of draft picks i think chris ballard's really really smart i think that the the andrew luck era is over and he will never fully recover a lot of people no a lot of people no a lot of people think that yeah i really my buddy's a colts fan he 100 percent believes that andrew luck is like done I mean, like, he'll come back, he'll play, but he, he will be a shadow of his former self, I think. Potentially. Damn, and he only had, like, two good years. Uh-huh. It's just, like, it's, it's two, unfortunate. Two, like, insane. He had, like, his rookie year, which was, like, eh, okay, whatever. But then he had those two, like, back-to-back years where they went, like, 11-5 and five and it, advanced in the playoffs. It's really unfortunate, and I love Andrew Luck, but I... How do you how do you reasonably come back that hard from this? It's okay. He can revitalize his career in New Orleans. <laughs> Damn! Hey, that's the way... That's the way it happened. The the Dolphins, Nick Saban's, fun fact, Nick Saban's staff in Miami didn't think Drew Brees was going to recover from his injury. And the Saints were like, we'll try. And then that everything Drew Brees has ever accomplished in his life is one of the top five quarterbacks of all time. Fact. Oh, 100%. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Um, he, could have, he could have a similar revitalization, maybe. Hey, it's... You never like know. The, the medicine's better than it was back then, and yeah. so is the rehab. So you never know. All right, Matt. More touchdowns: Mike Evans or DeAndre Hopkins? Ooh, Ooh man. I mean, we're assuming, I guess, that Deshaun. <laughs> even when Deshaun got hurt, though, DeAndre kept catching touchdowns. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's his, true. His, his still number one touchdown average only went down like maybe a half of touchdown. Right. And I mean, yeah, and. It's got to be DeAndre. It has to be. Mike Evans, I don't know. He makes, like, big plays and stuff, but I don't like, – The Bills, the Bills right are doing there. that – The Bills are doing that thing where they – Like you said earlier, where they haven't, like, really gotten – Or Bills, Bucks have, are doing that thing where they haven't really gotten better. I haven't made, seen them make any moves or picks or anything that's made them better. And, They've signed a couple. Like, they signed Vinnie Curry. Yeah, so And they the, got Jason Pierre-Paul, but he's kind of past his prime. Status and, quo. <laughs> Do they only eat enough W's to feed a small family? <laughs> yeah, okay. probably. This is, a, this is why, and I mean, Sean Watson hype, man. Yeah, no, I, be I'm behind real. it. I'm really behind it. He's going to be so good. He's I, hope, I, hope he's, I hope he's again. good, man. It's scary, dude. You have multiple ACL injuries, and you're only one year in the league. That's really scary. I think I think you'll so. okay. That's right. I hope so. All right, Kuiper. More games with 100-yard receivers, Jaguars or the Ravens? Jaguars. I'm, I'm sorry. The Ravens receiving core sucks. I don't care who they get. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care, man. So it do d- the Jags now. It doesn't matter. I don't know. The, I almost, you can almost kind of make the argument that the Jaguars receiving core got better the more it got hurt. I really like I really like. The, more, like the more they, The deeper they went into their depth chart, it was almost like they got better. And I just think that the okay, I'll say it like this: the Jaguars have more on offense to worry about with Leonard Fournette being there. the The Ravens don't have 
anything. Anything. And you almost oh. Oh, you also kind of have to account for Bortles running, too, which you don't have to worry about for Flacco. And I kind of like uh, I like the Jaguars' offensive line more than I like the Baltimore's offensive line. And that all culminates into making things easier on the receivers because you have to pay attention to the running game, which makes it easier for um, Marquise Lee and Dede Westbrook and Keenan Cole to have good games. Are the Ravens the new Jets where old players go to die? Um, no, the Ravens are turning into the Bengals. Mm. Where they're like scrappy and people are like, wow, this roster should be way better than their record is. But they paid Joe Flacco $2 billion. And oops, he's average. Wow, really? <laughs> so I could have told you that when they won the Super Bowl. But oh well, what do I know? Jubby. Who's going to have more touchdowns, Andy Dalton or Ryan Tannehill? Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> this is a hard question. God. The, 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 well, when you get down to the mediocre players, like, yeah, oh, man, man, this I is don't tough. Know. Uh, probably Andy Dalton. I don't think. A.J. Green. Yeah, A.J. Green's still really good. Uh, who who does Miami have left on receiver? Devontae uh, Parker. Yeah, he's okay. He, he was my hot take last year. I thought he was the biggest sleeper in fantasy. Good lord, oh, was good I wrong? Lord. Yeah, you were so fucking Jesus. wrong. What do you fuck? What do you think Jay Cutler was gonna throw? Oh. Him, huh? Throw the ball deep. <laughs> what? That's what I thought. Well, he smokes too many cigarettes. To he get also got that hurt high. too. He got he was injured a lot yeah. that last year. So yeah, he did. Okay, this is when we get down to the personalized questions. Basically, I'm not gonna answer my own question, so. I'll have Matt answer it. <laughs> uh, oh, so these are questions specifically for us. Okay. okay. Oh, no. Who's going to have more rushing touchdowns, Alvin Kamara or Mark Ingram? Alvin Kamara. Rushing touchdowns? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I think, I think the opposite. Well, we'll see. I think I, I, I mean, think Kamara might have gonna more. Start go, there's going to start like shifting the workload more and more, and Kamara's going to take more and more of it. Mm-hmm. I think okay. uh, Kamara is going to have more touchdowns overall, but I think Ingram will have more rushing touchdowns. Uh, Jubby, who's going to have more catches, Devontae Adams or Golden Tate? Devontae Adams. More catches? Yes. Okay. With, with the healthy Aaron Rodgers. What Devontae Adams did last year without Aaron Rodgers... He going to do... It was, pretty, it was pretty impressive. It was really good. With the other Deshaun Kaiser throwing him the ball? Yeah. Oh. So with a not Deshaun oh. Kaiser throwing Dude, Brent him Huntley ball? was bad. He was bad. Yeah, he was re- it was shockingly bad. I was, imp- I was impressed with how bad he was. Yeah, and, and Devontae Adams still tied second for most touchdowns in the NFL. He did. So... Yeah, but as of right now, Lions still don't have a rushing game. So Golden Tate... They got Tate, Blunt. Yabbits live in the woods. Golden Tate <laughs> is their running game with throwing them three yards down the field i feel like you should respond with kenny galladay oh yeah he will probably i think he he's a better number marvin jones and kenny galladay are better twos and threes i than think geronimo and... lions might be the best receiving core after what we've talked about you think so I after think so. what i just mentioned maybe yeah they're up there but Devonte adams they have i think Nah, yeah Devonte adams will I would agree with Devontae. Aaron Rodgers, man. Yeah. Throwing him the ball. So He gonna get he gonna get big yards. I hope so. Big yards. Okay, Matt. Oh god. Who's gonna have more <laughs> touchdowns? 
Pat Mahomes or Alex Smith? <laughs> Yay! Oh no! Oh god! <laughs> the glasses are off. Yeah, the glasses the are off. Face is in the hand. <laughs> oh god! Um. Oh fuck! Uh, shit! You're Matt. I know you want to answer with your heart. But try to answer with something else. Yeah, but what if my head answers my heart and says you're right? That, <laughs> that okay. Then then answer. We, we've gone for all the receivers. We Tyreek Hill, Sammy Watkins, Travis Kelsey. The the Redskins got rid of Pryor. Who, who do they? Who's who's catching passes for them right now? That Jordan uh, Reed. Fucking not, oh god, Jordan Reed's made a paper. Right. Uh, their their rookie receiver they took a couple years. Dotson? Yeah. Dotson. Josh Doc yeah, Josh Dotson. Josh Doxson is how you pronounce his name, I believe. It's, it's weird. Like we, we have traded and done everything like we can to make our receiving core perfect for the gunslinger that Pat Mahomes is. Mm-hmm. But we got again, Sammy Watkins, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey. Go deep. Yeah. <laughs> Pat Mahomes will do his fucking he did it in week 17 against the Broncos last year. His no-look 30, 40-yard down the field pass. You're like, he only does that shit in practice. Why would he do that? The- oh, we did it in the game, and it worked. That's what he does. And I think just because of receiving talent around him, he's going to have more. Uh, I'm not. This isn't the question of court. I just want to ask Matt a question. How do you feel that the Chiefs' offense has now become what the Raiders' offense always was? I don't know what you're talking Which about. Which is just run fast and go know. deep. I don't know what you're talking about. I, I refuse to answer. I plead the fifth. Okay. No, no comment. Uh, I know what Corey. I feel like I know what Corey's going to ask. What me, do you I'm think? Be of, sad. What do you think I'm going to ask you? I, just ask me. Who's going to have more combined touchdowns, Big Ben or Le'Veon Bell? More combined touchdowns. Yeah. So Bell has rushing touchdowns and receiving touchdowns. Ben would probably just have passing. Passing. I doubt he rushes in for a touchdown I mean, ever again. Unless it's like a QB sneak. Team? Well, Ben doesn't like doing QB sneaks, apparently, because he cares too much about his health, and it cost us a playoff game against the Jaguars. So, whatever. I I think, you know, honestly, I think Ben, because Le'Veon Bell hasn't had the rushing touchdown numbers recently. I don't – it's mainly okay, – here's the reason why. The reason Le'Veon Bell doesn't get a lot of rushing touchdowns is because we get down to the red zone and we just kick field goals. Like if we if the Pittsburgh Steelers don't score from outside the red zone, we kick field goals. So uh, I'm gonna say I'll, I'll say Big Ben. Just total touchdowns. I'll yeah. I'll say Ben. Yeah. I thought you were gonna ask me like pick a player, Bell or Brown, and I was just gonna start crying. <laughs> like I don't know, man. I can't pick. Who's the better Brown, receiver, Julio or Juju Smith? Juju. No, it's not true. Fucking Julio. That's not true. It's Julio. Julio's number two. That was that. So that was all of them. That was all. That of was them. cool. Every like single that. day, Odell falls down one more slot in receiver. No, nah, Odell. I'm, I'm joking. Odell was like number, permanently number four, probably. Uh, I'd say no. Nah, I say three. Three. Okay. I think there's a big gap between Antonio, Julio, and him. Mm-hmm. But he's he's third. I think. Michael so. Thomas is third. <sighs> um. So that was cool. I like that. So now we get to do. Are you ready to be the Browns, Matt? Are you ready to be the Browns, Justin? Yeah, we're we're both the Browns. That's right. And then I'm the Bears. Ooh, you are the Bears. Fuck you. Why'd you roll higher than Kuiper? <laughs> the Bears are gonna pick absolutely nothing good. 
That's not what you're supposed to do. You have to be... You have to be honest and fair. They they trade their pick for Michael Fitzpatrick. For Mike. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> Oof. Wait, you mean... Wait, do you mean Ryan Fitzpatrick? Oh, that's what I meant. Ryan, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Ryan. You're thinking of Minka Fitzpatrick, uh, that's but what then combine... Yeah, I combine, combine the names. Yeah. I'm... That's fine. All right. So we're, we're going to start. Matt's going first, then Kuiper, then I, and then Jubby. I? Then I. Then I. Then I. I. Man, talk, <laughs> I used to be an English major. I don't know what the I, like the present part, whatever. Matt, go before I embarrass myself. <laughs> you tried. I tried real hard. All right. Browns are on the clock. They're coming up to the podium. Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold. Yeah. It's real easy. Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold. I'm fucking... They, they, they can throw all the smoke screens in the world about how they're looking at all these players and all this shit. If they don't take a quarterback, Hugh Jackson's getting fired in week four. <laughs> he might get fired week four anyway. <laughs> you don't think you don't think the rumors about Jimmy Haslam liking Josh Allen just as much are true? I don't care. Jimmy Haslam can go pound salt. He's not <laughs> the GM. He's the owner. I don't he's not a Jerry Jones. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> So I'm the Giants. Yep. I'll take See right but right now we can't do trades, but I really feel like if the Browns take Donald the Giants trade out of this pick. Yeah. But I'm not going to do that. And I'm going to give the Giants Josh Rosen. Yeah, that would be the I'm gonna give them Josh Rosen. I think he's the second best available quarterback for sure. I like Josh Rosen a lot because he's different and he's kind of a douchebag, which appeals to me. <laughs> um <laughs> So, and Josh I Rosen... Like, I think Josh Rosen has the highest potential for bust. Um, Definitely because of his injuries and his body type. I think the other Josh injuries, has a body higher type potential for and bust. In all his most important games, uh, his NFL like quarterback rating or whatever was like 35 or something mm-hmm. like that. He played absolutely terrible in games that mattered. Okay. I, th- I think the other Josh has a bigger potential for we'll a bust. We'll get to that, though. All right, Corey, you're the Jets. Yep. Uh, they're taking the other Josh for the third quarterback. Josh <laughs> Allen. Josh Allen. Okay. Bigger uh, potential for a bust. I they, traded, they all have bust potential. That's very big. They traded up for a quarterback. They're obviously going to take a quarterback. Yeah, right. yeah. Oh, absolutely. There, there's no other option there. So, Brown's second pick by well, Jubby. N- not, see, if they're dumb, they go, they go Barkley. If they're smart, they get a big chub. They get a big... <laughs> Damn it! I didn't want you to say it. Okay, so are they smart they, or are they dumb? They are smart. They're going to okay. get up. Uh, I, I feel like they aren't going to be that dumb. Like Combining him and Garrett. Yeah, there's no reason to. Mm. <laughs> I think... The potential that they're getting, it, that they, they should get... There is no other talent for I think they right probably were looking at that when they traded Shelton. Right. Yeah. Potentially. And now with the Jets trading up... Mm-hmm. It almost guaranteed that they get a chance at him yeah. because there was a chance that like the Colts he's, might take him. But now that the Colts aren't he's there, the best defensive player in the draft, yeah, right. in the entire draft. Yeah, I agree. So. Uh, Broncos for the number one Broncos fan. I mean, you you got three quarterbacks and a D end off the board, so it's not like you we dipped far into the you know, the pool know. of talent. It's, like just thinking about who they want to get um probably because you don't they don't need a well 
Yeah, they do. They do need a quarterback. They got Case Keenum, right? No. no. I, I, who, 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 who I would have I looked at three other teams that Case Keenum was on before. Two other teams, mm-hmm. and they weren't. He wasn't good on them. I find very, very strong comparisons between the Broncos and the Vikings. They yep. both have very good receiving course. They both have somewhat of a committee running game. And they both have good defenses. I think they're almost the same team. And you have a defensive head coach, pretty much. So I feel like I feel like Case Keenum's going from the exact same situation to the exact same situation. So I think he could be equally as good. I literally got a notification a minute ago. Denver might move back down into draft at the quarterbacks they're targeting are not there. But we're not doing trades, so Matt. <laughs> yeah, so we can't trade back. No, like I, I think they. Man, yeah, I'm gonna give him Baker. You're yeah, gonna... I, I. That's okay, what I would say. Okay, hold I on. Think, I think Matt. He... I'm sorry. That'd be that. I would cheer for the Broncos. <laughs> what? Baker is my dude. He is my dude. I like him too. But I think Baker I'm belongs. Surprised you like him. You're he an would Ohio be, State fan. He would be really, well, really good. I really there. think I can he does. Still appreciate him. When he planted the flag, I was mad. But at the same time, it's fucking sick. You know. Yeah. Plant the flag in Ohio State. And... I, I think he's got the at- I think he's got everything going for him would work, would work for him in Denver. They like might the attitude. Be, and yeah. that's such a good team mm-hmm. that he wouldn't have to do a whole lot. No, I think they I think they might be targeting him, to be honest. I am going to give the Colts Saquon Barkley. Yep. Yeah, I think at, at that point, especially if Barkley falls down there, you kind of have the to Colts, give him a plus I, Listen, anyway. man, the Colts haven't had a like a thousand yard rusher in I, th- I actually think the Colts haven't had a player rush for 100 yards in a game in, like, almost three seasons. That's absurd. And if we're going on the theory that they're trying to limit the amount of pressure on Andrew Luck, there is literally no other way to do- better way to do that than to take the best running back talent we've seen since Todd Gurley in Saquon Barkley. So, I think that's an easy pick. Yeah. Easy. Uh, I'm going to give... Tampa, Minka Fitzpatrick, they need help in their secondary, and you could almost put him anywhere in your secondary, mm-hmm. and he's gonna he's gonna improve. This has almost been the most the Bucks taking Fitzpatrick has almost been the most chalk pick in every mock draft, which makes me believe that he won't go there. <laughs> like, everyone's been like, oh yeah, the Bucks are just gonna take Minka Fitzpatrick. I think I think he goes to the Niners. But. You think he falls that far? Mm-hmm. Well, you don't get to do that. You get to be you get to pick for the the Chicago Bears. Yeah, so one of the one of the biggest needs for for them is a guard. So they're going to grab Quentin Nelson. Right? Oh man, yeah. dude, that would be He's going to fall down there. Ooh. He's really good. Yeah, and they need yeah. a guard. Really bad. Him when you combine that with Jordan Howard and Tariq Cohen. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be sick. Oh man. I we're, we're still going to 2-0 him because fuck the Oh god. Fuck them. All right. Who do the San Francisco future Super Bowl champion Jimmy Garoppolo's take? Guap. Well, since you took my guard away from me. That would have been a good spot for for Quentin as well. Mm-hmm. I'm going to... I was I was thinking they, they need linemen on both sides. Offensive to protect Garoppolo and D linemen because they were 26th in sacks last season. Mm-hmm. They need a pass rush. They spent the last three first-round picks on. They did. 
They took Arik Armstead, they took Solomon Thomas, and they took DeForest Buckner. Mm -hmm. DeForest Buckner was actually rated, I think he was like the third best defensive tackle in the league. Something really weird. And Solomon Thomas is a rookie, so it's like, yeah. So. Uh, The the next best, like, edge is, like, Marcus Davenport. I don't know if they want to go for that or if they just go for the talent and take Denzel Ward because they need a cornerback also. Ooh. Right, I like Ward there. That's yeah. That was one of my picks there. I feel like just pure talent wise, it, you, it's hard to pass up on Ward where where he's at. So I'll give him Ward. They they need they need defensive help in general. Like cornerback is after edge rushing. You combine him with Richard Sherman, right? Mm-hmm. That's a pretty darn good secondary. So I don't know. Uh, give me the Raiders take Raquan Smith. Because the Raiders' defense stinks, and he's a good middle linebacker, and he's literally I could I could almost imagine John Gruden just seeing his name and being like, "All right, man, I gotta take that guy. He's got a great football name." And that's the only reason why he takes him because he doesn't read look like pay attention to analytics. Yep. So he just takes Raekwon Smith. So, yay. Uh, Dolphins got rid of Sue, and they're gonna bring in a big strong defensive tackle in Vita VA. I love that pick so much. Me too. I love that pick. I just love him. He's He's insane. He's really good. I let him crush my spine. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Corey, tell us how you really feel. (laughs) Well. So we got, well, okay, now we got the Bills. This is the Bills' first pick. The desperate as shit Bills with every other good quarterback gone. No. Yep. They have no choice but to select Lamar Jackson. Oh, oh no. <laughs> Another Tyrod. Oh, yep. No. They just replaced Tyrod with Tyrod. Gonna... <laughs> they just replaced Tyrod with younger Tyrod. Yep, they sure did. This They're going to keep one, doing though, it It's not a rotting Tyrod. It's you know? oh, improvement man. in charisma. <laughs> <laughs> True. Uh, and, fans the everywhere. Bench two years. and a poorer Wonderlick score. Bills fans everywhere get hype. <laughs> oh, they do. They put. They, they they're gonna put themselves through so many tables. Yes, <laughs> can't wait for the hypocrisy that is the Bills fans when they make that pick. Oh yeah, it'll be great. <laughs> Who do we got now? The Redskins. The Redskins. Redskins. This is where Davenport's gonna go. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They that's need a... D line help also, and for the value where he's at, that would yeah. Mm-hmm. That's that's insanely good value. Yeah. Uh, Packers. Derwin James, the safety. Yeah. They lost, um, man, he just got signed on my team. I'm not going to remember his name. I'm going to look like an idiot. Burnett. Burnett. They lost Morgan Burnett to the Steelers, and he was sort of the – Haha is one of the better safeties in the league, but he's not like a thumping safety. And I feel like a lot of teams in the league are still trying to sort of simulate the safety style that the Seahawks implemented, where you get one rangy guy – that lines up, you know, in the backfield. Then you get one guy who kind of plays like a Mike linebacker type of thing, like Cam Chancellor. You get Derwin James, who just is just going to thump people. And you let HaHa kind of just play center field. And he kind of helps He helps your run game. He helps defend tight ends, which you're going to need in that division with Kyle Rudolph and uh, Trey Burton. So Yeah, I, I also really want the Packers to get that port, but I doubt he falls right. there. Yeah. With everybody gone, quarterback-wise, basically, uh, Cardinals are going to have to 
rely on Sam Brad for staying healthy, and they're going to need to get him weapons, so they're going to take Calvin Ridley. Yeah. Ooh, that's a good pick for that's, them. That's I a, like that. I really like that pick for them. You give Ridley the the mentor of Larry Fitzgerald. Right. Oh that would be God. that could actually be really really insane if that ends up. That could easily happen because I feel like the Cardinals are going to be the odd team out that doesn't get a quarterback. At least in the first round. They could yeah. take one later, but... They could trade up. But you know who was going to do it anyway? The Ravens are going to take Mason Rudolph. What? <laughs> yep. Okay. I. They um... want a contingency plan on Flacco. They don't know what else to do because they're really fucking dumb. So they... <laughs> they... <laughs> Mason Rudolph. He is... He is... He is... Uh... I mean, he's kind of like a Flacco. He's like a big body. He needs mm-hmm. a lot of. Essentially, he needs a lot of work. So you put him behind. Yeah. You put him behind Flacco for at least one more year because Flacco signed what? No, two. Because yeah, he signed for twenty nineteen. Yeah. So you, yeah, you put him behind Flacco for two years. He actually might develop into something. Right. Matt has to do the Chargers now. What is this? What is this? <laughs> I had to do the Bears, man. Yeah, well, yeah, but I also had to do the Broncos. Yeah. This yeah. Is... <laughs> uh, the Chargers really need offensive line help. You know, the next best offensive tackle in the draft is Connor Williams. So I'm going to give him him, them him. And, uh, you know, before his, like, injuries and shit, like, they said he could have been a top five pick. Mm-hmm. So if he the, he comes back to form and he gets a little bit of lucky, he's going to be damn good for them. And I, we talked about Melvin Gordon get all those rushing touchdowns before. Get a good tackle like that, yeah. you'll get six more than one. Sneaky. Chargers offensive line if it stays healthy and they address it in the draft. Sneaky offensive line that could be really, really good. With mm-hmm. Forrest Lamp coming back this year. Yep. Forrest Lamp, uh, Feeney or Finney. Uh, they, have, they still have Russell Okung. At mm-hmm. left tackle, and then they could get Connor Williams. I'm going to give the Seahawks Will uh, Will Hernandez. Okay, we're going. Well, this is going to be the offensive line <laughs> little run. He's probably the next best guard. There could be an argument for like him, Isaiah Wynn, Billy Price, but Billy Price did he tore his pectoral at the combine, so and he's also kind of like a tweener, like he could play center but also play guard. But I'm going to give him Will Hernandez. Just you need the Seahawks are just in rebuild mode. So I think you just get a guy who can hopefully, hopefully the Seahawks can run the ball, maybe, and a guard helps that out. I know, Corey, you just write it down. I know what Corey's going to put, because me and Corey love this pick for the Cowboys. I'm actually changing it. No, I'm upset. <laughs> it's, it's a preventative pick for the Saints, because I don't want the Saints to do it. And also, the name, <laughs> all right? The fucking name. Dallas Cowboys are going to draft Gallus... Dallas Goder. No! <laughs> oh, man. Uh, he, D- Dak he's, needs help. Like, yeah. and He is we, the best receiver. He's one of the... This tight end class, actually pretty good. Yeah. And, actually very good. And Witten's old. Yeah. Any receiving help. It's, his name's Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a good enough answer for me. All right. Fair right. enough. The Lions have literally no left guard. Oh, okay. They so, they don't. Okay. So they're gonna take Isaiah Wynn to fill that in. Okay. I guess I, this I is like gonna be a part obvious. where a lot of offensive linemen go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's that's like a lot of teams right around here need them. Yeah. Right. I think he's the next best guard available. So. Oh, I know. There's there's an. Offense. I'm gonna get to do something that'll be fun. There's okay. an offensive lineman that wasn't taken yet that the Bengals need to take right now. Are you talking about Mike McGlinchey? Yep. 
Yeah. yeah. Notre Dame. Yep. The Notre other... Dame has some sweet ass offensive linemen mm, they put into the NFL. They got it's some the, big boys in Notre Dame. It's them good old Christian boys. <laughs> them, <laughs> them wholesome evangelistic Christian boys. That's right. Blocking. <laughs> blocking for blocking for Jesus. <laughs> Pancakes for Jesus. That's right. Pan, pancake blocks for Jesus. That's right. Get that. Get that trending right now. Someone tweet out hashtag pancakes for Jesus. I'm gonna give the Bills Cortland Sutton. Ooh. Holy shit! I love Cortland Sutton. I am a receiver guy. He's my favorite receiver in the draft. And you combine him with Kelvin Benjamin, and Kelvin Benjamin can stay healthy and not fat. They are two. Essentially, the Bills turn into. Um, what the I want to say what the Panthers tried to do, which is get real big body receivers, and that also helps Lamar Jackson because the best thing you can give a pass a quarterback that's not very accurate is a big old target, so he doesn't have to be very accurate. So you give him Cortland Cortland Sutton. Uh, somehow, maybe the best cornerback in the draft has fell all the way to the Patriots. So the Patriots are going to draft Josh Jackson. From Iowa. Which Ooh. fills the void of Malcolm Butler. Sure does. Interesting. Wow. That's a very Patriots thing. Yeah. I'm almost kind of happy. Iowa that that's State does nothing but put out great corners. Now, that's I'm who I was going to have the Panthers grab. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I'm but now, glad. Now they're going to grab. Now they're going to go for safety and grab Justin Reed. Uh, they're going to need a replacement for Mike Adams. Yep. So, there it is. There's your solution. Okay. Oh. <laughs> no man has to pick the Titans! <laughs> hey. Oh, no! I also had to pick... We're, oh. we're, we're, they're making us do this. Oh, you had to pick the Lions. I had to pick the Lions yeah. and the Bears. But, dude, he picked the Titans. I get, I get to pick my team and two Patriots picks. That's... Oh, that is hilarious. Well, the Titans need defensive help. Whether they get it from edge or linebacker, and like no one said Roquan Smith yet. Didn't I did. Yeah. You did. I did okay. pick Roquan, Raquan Smith. I don't know why I missed that. He was. Uh, I gave him to the Raiders. Yeah. Oh shit. Okay. So Trail football names. Holy crap! Yeah, Tre- Tremaine Tremaine him. Edmonds. Holy crap! Mm-hmm. Dude, that ha- I would actually be that would be insane because he's kind of, really good. Yeah, I wanted him on the Saints because his brother is on the Saints as a backup running back. Mm-hmm. That was, yeah, that's a good-ass pick. I was looking at him first, but then I didn't I didn't hear you say Smith mm-hmm. before. That's fine. No, I, ga- I gave him to the Raiders because I just think that, like I said, John Gruden's just going to look at his name and be like, football name. that's a good old football name. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pick him. The Falcons, man, they lost, like, all of their pass rushers. So, I'm trying to think off the top of my head of the next best. I was going to give him Tremaine Edmonds. Oh, man. The Falcons. Um, Landry. I don't really. Okay, fine. Harold Landry. I'm not a fan of him, but it's the next best thing. I, again, this is this is the thing with. Same thing with the Buccaneers. We're like, the Buccaneers are just going to take the player that everyone's been mocked to them as sort of like a. How did you say? Status quo type mm-hmm. of thing. The Falcons are another just status quo team. We're like, oh, okay, pass rusher, we'll take him and not do anything splashy. And Corey gets to do his own damn team. That's stupid. I'm angry. Uh, I want to take Fumagalli here because the Saints have been linked to tight ends, and he's my favorite tight end because he's the best tight end. Who? 
Fumagalli. Fumagalli? Yeah, from Wisconsin. He's not the best tight end. He doesn't drop anything, and he's missing a finger and a half. He has the best hands, and that's the only reason, literally the only reason that teams aren't high of him is because he's missing a finger. Wow. All right, so instead, I'm going to go Rashawn Evans for the Saints. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, I still think they're going to keep on the defense hype train. Yeah. And, you know. If you're thinking, because this is the Steelers, if you're thinking of who I'm thinking about, I'll I'll help you pronounce his name. Yeah, go ahead. Leighton Vander Eich? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, it's like... Inside, inside linebacker, right? Yes. That's just, yeah. He's yeah. from Boise State. Yeah. Really, really, really good addition. Hope, like, I mean, he's there to, you know, replace Shazier, potentially. I also so. wrote down as a potential secondary pick is it Darius Guise Ju- it's actually Geis. Geis. Geis it's actually Dar- Darius Geis Darius Geis yeah I, I wrote that down right as a now secondary. if we draft Darius Geis in the first round I will jump off a bridge yeah oh because that means, I will be so upset because that means something's happening to Le'Veon exactly. Bell exactly yeah that's what so oh something and our happens. defense is bad yeah so if something happens to Le'Veon Bell I think that's what they do but I don't think anything's happening to Le'Veon Bell now okay so. I will that's why I wrote that down as a little aside going like if shit goes bad if shit goes south then because who else do they have in one of back? my in one of the mock drafts I made? Nobody. Literally in one of the mock drafts I made, I have us trading Le'Veon Bell to the 49ers. I do, and having us have two first round picks. The first one for the 49ers, we take some random person, and then with our original pick, we take Darius Geis. Yep. I'm not joking. That, that, that a is thing. a that, that is a, a that possible scenario that we trade Le'Veon Bell away for a first round pick. Mm-hmm. So. Hey, dude, if Brandon Cooks is worth a first-round pick, Le'Veon Bell is definitely worth a first-round pick. Uh, yeah, that's true. So, Make good point. Who's the Jaguars taking? Taking Colton Miller, tackle from UCLA. Offensive okay. line help. Keep Bortles safe. They need someone that can swing to the right side if they need it. And, like, Leonard Fournette. You just make you make that offensive line better. You give Fournette mm-hmm. more time so you don't have to put the game in Bortles' hands. But you could if you needed to because he'll just smoke. <sighs> Right. <laughs> he'll uh he'll smoke when he's not supposed to give the i can't remember his name the tackle from oklahoma uh orlando brown orlando brown him orlando brown he had a really bad combine workout but had he not had a bad combine workout he probably would have been the first tackle taken he uh, has the best tape right he has the best tape he protected for you know i mean he protected uh baker for pretty much pretty much Baker's entire career. So and if you have a quarterback that likes to run around a lot, you need a you need a good left tackle. So um Patriots are gonna double down on defensive backs here in Ooh. the first round and just make life hell for the rookie quarterbacks in All, every in, team. Every team. Uh and they're gonna take Isaiah Oliver. Okay. Wait, we don't have the Dolphins taking a rookie quarterback though. Yeah. Yeah, because they're 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 not going to yet. Okay. Next year. Yep. Next year. Yeah. They're going to take when they have the third overall pick and... Right. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Final pick Philadelphia Eagles. Colton Miller's gone, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought. All right. So they're going to go for Connor Williams. They need offensive tackle. Connor, Connor Williams not gone? Yeah, he is. Oh, he's gone too. Oh, oh shit. Wow. All right, I got to rethink here. 
Hmm. Go. I know what I would do. I would give them Christian Kirk. Yeah, yeah, that sounds. Yeah, you know, give. That's what I would do. He was originally, if I had gotten the Patriots for that second pick, that's who I would have given the Patriots, Christian Kirk. He's a small, undersized wide receiver that can only run about three routes, which is the only thing they ever give Tom Brady. And Tom Brady just makes those it are, work. Those are the the two players I had written down for, had, had have here is Colton Miller and Connor Williams. They but, they wanted enough. They, I think they need an offensive tackle replacement for one. They des- no the, the the yeah they do. And the Eagles, I just feel like I don't know, man. They added Mike Wallace, but like, what the hell is Mike Wallace? He's just a deep threat. Yeah, I don't. And I don't know. You make Nelson Aguilar and Christian Kirk compete for the third overall slot spot. Mm. And I don't think either way you're wrong. Mm. Yeah. So. Yeah, I agree. But that was a mock draft that we did, and we were all the teams. Ta-da! We were, the team. and we were all right. We are, I can't wait to see how wrong happen. we are. There will be we no trades. Even, there will be no trades. We don't even need to watch the draft. So when it's done and we record our post-draft you know, thing, we'll just have it done already. And we're just going to re-air this podcast. <laughs> Justin's just going to re-upload it with a different title and a new thumbnail. I'm going to make it one second shorter. Right. Did you use the picture of Jay Cutler from his combine yet? I did not. We you should use that for this episode? Yeah. Okay, will do. For the for the preseason episodes, I've just been using like dump pictures of players. It's been a real good time. You I, haven't, I can't believe you haven't used Jay Cutler yet. That's no, like I, I've been go-to. saving it. I've been saving it. I did Fitzpatrick first, I think. Oh, the really like surprised yeah. Fitzpatrick face. Yeah. When he got like spooked, like big spook. hev- heavily spooked by his team when he was talking to. Yeah, I got, I got a, I got like almost a folder. <laughs> of course. Of just random like football players' faces. It's, it's really funny. You could have an entire folder... Coughlin faces? We need of, Coughlin faces. Coughlin oh, faces. shit. You could have an entire folder... I think Corey has one of just Philip Rivers. Oh, yeah, dude. Like, he has the best, just Philip Rivers. He has the best face in the NFL, period. Trying to goose him. Oh, we need... Who, what's the name of the Seahawks punter who threw or caught that touchdown? Ja, Ryan? His last name's Ryan. Yeah, I don't like, remember what his first hey, name is. But he had is. that goofy look on his face? We need that. Okay. Oh, and he was like... Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you, his face is all scrunched and funny looking. You he threw the pass with his eyes closed. Matt, remember when we watched Week One Denver, and the Denver coach made that face? The... Vance Joseph? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> and then they had that one of uh, the uh, NFL Espanol uh, mm-hmm. host there. <laughs> And nobody knew what was going on because nobody said anything. <laughs> oh, that is incredible. That was, a, that was oh, and, really oh, and we out. had oh, we had what's his face announcing that game too, and it was one of the worst like color commentator ever. It wasn't the it wasn't the woman, but it was that coach. Oh. Wait, was it for what network was it on? I don't know. It was the old Jets coach. I can't remember. Rex Ryan. Yeah, it was Rex. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. And that, he was just bad with everything. Ugh. The networking on that game was just terrible. It was... That was the second game of the doubleheader on Monday night. Yeah. The Chargers. Mm-hmm. I remember that game because in our Survivor League, I picked the Chargers to win that game, and Denver won on the last second field goal. Mm-hmm. I remember that. I was at that. Corey's house that night, and we ended up watching it. <laughs> 
was I cheering? I forget. Well, it doesn't matter why I was. You were hate watching the Chargers Broncos game. <laughs> you were hoping for I was, I was all injuries. Make a D and D character or something. Yeah. We ended up watching the Monday Night Football game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there was just, I guess, a whole bunch of memes that Man, happened over the course of the game. Uh, I can't wait for football. It's what month is it? April. Can it's someone April. just fucking put me in a coma? <laughs> until August. Until August. Well, we'll be there soon enough. It'll it'll fly by, I promise. No, there's a lot of fun stuff that's going to happen. We're yeah. going to do a draft show. We're going to do... I want to do... I always do this really outlandish thing where I make ten predictions. Not, not necessarily record-related. Some of them could be, but I do this long-winded thing where I come up with ten ridiculous things. But over the last couple years, I've done... Certain ones I've done every single year, and I just change the teams in it. And I'm gonna bring some questions, and I'm gonna have the guys here, kind of what Corey did just now, except it's gonna be an example would be something like take a team last year, look at their win loss record, and have their wins. What team wins half the games that they won last year? And then the opposite would be take a team and double their wins. Uh, take three teams that made the playoffs last year that don't make it this year. Take three teams that didn't make the playoffs that make it this year. Things like that. Yeah, that'll so. be fun. You can probably do that the episode after the draft. I would... Um, or maybe after that. We'll, may, we'll figure uh, it out. I want to wait until at least <laughs> training camp starts because things can happen in training camp, like injuries. Oh, uh, yeah, good And point, players good could still be traded. Yeah. Okay. I mean, players could be traded all the way up to the trading deadline. Yeah. But you can't really expect that, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, next episode we're going to do is going to be really fun. We're going to be watching the draft and live reacting to it. Uh, I, there will, There's no format. Nope. It's just going to be a real Free long... Form. Free form, us just talking. So it's just going to be for the first round, and then uh, maybe the next weekend after the draft, we'll go over and recap the rest of the picks. Yeah, that that that's probably what we'll do. I may or may not be there. Um, it depends on where what I'm doing for the draft because usually that's like a family thing that I do. Sorry, you're expendable. That's I'm not, but <laughs> it'll be. Uh, but no, I mean it's it's something that I don't always have to. With the way with the way my schedule works, I I try to do my best to get to every single one of these episodes. But depending upon what I start doing once football season starts, you know there might be times where I can't be here. Yeah, just, that's just being realistic. Yeah, well, we so. all have day jobs. It's not like any of you are giving us money. So, <laughs> you bastards, you fucking assholes. Until <laughs> next time, I love you. Have a good night. I don't. Oh wow! Thanks.